like sometimes I'll hide behind my door and I'll call Cassie's name and like she'll come down a bit Wah! and she'll just stare at you me. You scare like, the I'm, cat? No, I don't. Cat. She just stares at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you doing with your life right now? I'm a cat. Like, why? Why would you think this is a good idea? Welcome to We're All Just Faking It. This is episode 14. Today we're talking about all things Stranger Things and friendships. Today we have Braylon, Blaze, Steph, and myself, Dana. Hi. Hello. 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 What's everybody's favorite character for Stranger Things today? Definitely Eddie. I like, he just won me over. I adore him. He's my fave. Yeah, I, I do like Al is my favorite. Solid choice. Oh, that's such a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good ones. Um, I would probably say, for me, maybe either L or Steve. Actually, oh, oh Steve. Yeah. Steve is a great character as well. Steve has such a good, like, character progression. So good, but does season four Steve, like, make you completely forget about, like, season one and two Steve? Because I oh. remember in season one and two being like, ugh, Steve, so annoying. Oh, no, yeah, I did not like I season actually... one Steve compared to season No. One. Yeah. I went back and watched season one before watching season four, and, like, seeing him in season one he really wasn't that bad oh really i thought <laughs> yeah, like, no. every time i rewatch, because I, I rewatch the series quite a lot i think i'm on my seventh rewatch at the moment and every time i get back and i see him when he opens the door um to like bob and nancy into his like party and it's like raise little hell and i'm just like oh Oh, I don't, I don't, I like, I don't mind Steve, but like this Steve is the worst Steve. Like, I feel like his I just character think gets better as the season progresses. It definitely gets better. I just think like at that time he was just like an average teen. Like what yeah. teen went through a party at his parents' house when they're out of town? He I was kind of douchey though. A little bit. Yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, forgive him. I mean, he <laughs> halfway through, I would say. But Typical still, teenage yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, he's a teenage boy. Um, my favorite characters would probably be Max and Robin for sure. Max and Robin are good characters as well. Do you feel like the characters that we picked have anything to say about like who? Like, is there like a what Stranger Things character is your favorite determines something about your personality test? Because I feel like it does honestly say something about the characters that we picked, like based on who we are i don't know it's interesting i don't know Maybe. somebody needs to make a, a stranger things character personality test because i have no idea Ooh. what mine would say about me <laughs> <laughs> there were so many really good characters in season four i even feel like the new characters they added in season three were great like i love erica she's funny and also Same. robin both great and then when they added Eddie this season, I was like, this is awesome. I even liked Chrissy. Chrissy was fine. She seems so sweet and, like, nice compared to, like, Jason, who, like, ugh. Jason ugh. was awful. There's, really I awful. mean, there's no redeeming factor. Well, okay. Also, like, the, they gave us a, the most satisfying 
way that he could have died though like yeah. it was very great to just watch that even though it was fast and you like you could have missed it like dana said i think um, yeah i missed that 100 <laughs> i didn't realize he died watching that. it i was like yes they ripped him in half let's go i was just like whoa <laughs> they just ripped him in half <laughs> i also think like the actor who played jason did really well because he is so the fact that we hate him so much more than like beckner is because he's so much more realistic it's like um there's so many other tv shows where you hate the character that's not necessarily the worst one in the world but like is the most realistic to hate like i feel like a lot of us have known a jason or you know have seen someone else be affected by a Jason in their life. And I feel like that's why we react so much stronger, like so much strongly against Jason than we do maybe like Vecna or like the Demogorgon. I totally agree. I found Jason to be way more hateable than Vecna. Yeah, Jason was intolerable. <clears throat> also, if anyone is interested, I did find um, what your Stranger Things character says about you. <gasps> I'm interested. I Please. am interested. Okay, so we'll start with Steph first. Eleven um, says an introvert who wants to fit in as much as possible. She is sweet natured and constantly seeks approval. If you are like Eleven, you are strong willed and a brave person who will do anything to protect your friends in any situation they find themselves in. I think I'm I gonna have like- to watch season four and pick a different character. <laughs> I feel like that's very <laughs> accurate, though. <laughs> I, I think don't know. that's pretty Because you are introverted and you, I feel like you do want to fit in, but you're also very strong-willed and like determined and you will fight for things. Like, yeah. Yeah. Two, two sides agree. of a different coin. Take it. I'll take it. Um, I know we were literally just talking about favorite characters. Who picked Steve Harrington? Was it Blaze? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Steve is a lovable character whose humor carries him through some dark situations. The traits of this character include using humor and comedy to calm himself down in a stressful scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys that this was going to be spot on, did I not? Did I not tell you that this was going to be spot on? <laughs> That's when Steve in- started talking. I was like, yep, Okay. <laughs> As well as being somewhat of a leader when it comes to you making decisions. They are very popular, personable, and although perceived to be not the most intelligent, will always end up proving themselves through acts of bravery or by always doing the right thing. I love that. I love that. Um, (laughs) Whose was yours again, Brayden? Eddie. Eddie. Okay. I will find an Eddie one. Because he's not in this one. I think this is pre-Eddie. Oh, no. Um, but I have got Robin and Max, so I will do mine quickly, and then we will find Eddie. <laughs> okay, so Robin says, character traits of Robin include curiosity and being someone who loves adventure and will always have a topic of conversation to chat your ear off with. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes this character will continue to put her foot in it at the most inopportune moments, yet she will always impress people with her dedication and loyalty as a friend. Robin is a character that many people find lovable. This is because of her genuine personality traits. I love and that. And Very then spot Max. on, but the, what's the Max? Yeah. This is going to be interesting because I feel like they're both going to fit you in a, in a way. Um, Max is, if you're comfortable in your own skin, follow your own rules and don't try to impress anybody by being something that you are not. You probably relate to Max 
the most to Max. She isn't like other girls at this time. She's comfortable being on her own, yet also thrives helping her friends and not being afraid to speak her mind. She is an introspective character and never shies away from danger. I love that as well. I feel like you're pretty introspective. Steph, have you not seen season four? No, I saw season one when it came out and I absolutely loved it. And I think I saw season two and I didn't really like it. And I don't think I bothered with season three. And I think that happened I to a lot of people. I forgot that season four came out. <laughs> I think that that happened to a lot of people because I don't remember it being as popular as it was. Like season one, I remember being really popular. And then like, like season four is just like absolutely bonkers how popular it is, how much it's consuming like media basically right now. Um, and I don't remember that with any of the other <laughs> ones besides season one. I mean, the characters are super likable. Like I was uh, watching some clips and looking up resources for this uh, podcast specifically. And I remember the characters. I remember liking them. Like I want to watch the show. I just don't have Netflix. <laughs> Netflix I definitely. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I definitely think season four is honestly my favorite. Yeah, uh, it definitely is mine as well. It's it's like D&D. Like, it's just so yeah. fun. They're just like it is. kids fighting bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Did you oh, have a favorite guys. character before Eddie? Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Probably would have been Robin. Oh, okay. I feel Which like her description sounded very much similar. Yeah, I'd say so. There was a lot specifically in season four that I thought was really nice when it came to like friendships and relationships and just like some good lessons you could learn especially with like bridging friendships like you had will and mike who had to kind of come together and figure out like what their new version of friendship looked like as they were both older and like not living around each other and um i thought they did a really good job showing kind of the rockiness that that can create and how if you just like if they would have chose to just like not talk to each other like after the roller rink and like be like bye fine like later I we're not friends anymore and this is, doesn't work like they would have stopped being friends but I thought it was admirable how it showed them just like pushing through that uncomfortableness and that like crappy situation to then make their relationship stronger and still become friends because um, I find that happens a lot in real life you can have a disagreement with somebody that feels like the end of a friendship but if you both come together and talk about it it can often make the relationship stronger um, and I, I thought, I don't know. I thought that was a really nice little like lesson that they threw in there. I think also a lot of people can relate to like their childhood friends, like growing, like growing apart, but also like coming back together in a way. Cause I mean, you grow so much as people. I also think it's interesting the way that like um, we see in season four that Lucas and um, Max have grown apart um, through obviously Max um, growing more distant in like in like a full like with all, all of them um, but it feels worse I think probably in Lucas's case because obviously they dated and they were like closer 
than I would say she was with, um, say, Mike. Um, so I do agree that, like, not even just childhood friends, just, like, friends in general. Like, when you're in high school, um, for you guys, or just, like, secondary school in the UK's case, um, like, it can be hard. You do kind of not fall out, but, like, lose contact with people, like, during those years. And it is nice to, like, be able to, like, rekindle those friendships towards the end when you're getting a bit more grown up and mature and, like, able to have open conversations with your friends about things that are troubling you. Um, Like, we see uh, Max ending up talking to Lucas because he's like, hey, I don't want a letter. I'd rather you just talk to me now while you're still alive kind of thing. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I definitely think it's interesting to see not just um, the childhood friends and growing apart like Mike and Will, but also like um, with newer friends as well. I think too, it's like a good example with Lucas's storyline about how something that you might really want might be the completely wrong thing for you and how um, it's not always a good idea to like go after the thing that maybe you know in your heart is wrong but you just you want really bad like him it took him a long time to kind of realize that like hey these people that I'm friends with I shouldn't be friends with and this is not like the right crowd for me and I think him being able to like step away from that I think is really admirable because a lot of people would have a difficult time like because that happens sometimes in high school you come back one year and one of your friends who was like a nerd with you and like had no friends all of a sudden is like hanging with the cool kids and they like pretend you don't exist anymore and you're just like oh okay and for that person to realize that they didn't make the smartest decision and to be able to like come back to you as a friend like that's I don't know not something I feel like people do often but it's something that people should do more Definitely not common, especially with kids. I mean, it's a very uncomfortable situation. Yeah, I agree. I would say I've had that before where people like, you can be friends with like popular people and still be friends with your like friends before. (laughs) Also, like, I don't get this whole thing like popular people like is all relative. Like at school, yeah, maybe like the biggest thing in the world. But I can tell you right now, like in real life, like when you exit school because I feel like school doesn't feel like real life at the time it's like all clicking and stuff when you enter like the real world like the popular people are just not popular anymore like there's there's no such thing as popular it's it doesn't exist people yeah. And yeah. Like, people. what is popular what what was what made I them? have yeah I don't know I have worked somewhere that had that had clicky adults um And that was not fun, but I don't think that that's the norm, and I don't think that that's very common. It's very immature, I think. I don't know. I think that's actually pretty common. Like, at work? You think specifically, like, in the work dynamic? I think just people in general are kind of clicky. Oh, well, yeah, like, think about in the streaming world. There are for sure clicks and very clicky groups and there can definitely, yeah, like Dana, I get what you're saying. Like in the real world, when you're in your life and you're going about, there's no really such thing as like popular people, but in like communities, there can be. So like your work as a community, there could be clicks within your work, your streaming online world as a community, there could be clicks within there. Yeah, it, that definitely still <laughs> exists. You're so right, Blaze. But I don't think it matters as much. Like, 
being popular at school felt like it mattered more than like now yeah, yeah. Like, i think that might just people. be being an adult mm. like you're a, in a maybe. much bigger much bigger environment you know like yeah, when you're in school too. that is your entire environment that is your entire life it's like your, your entire world is yeah. completely separate from your school life and that's we didn't exactly have online worlds when we were in school True. so that probably is different too there's probably kids i i always wonder this do you think there's kids that like go to high school that like have thousands of followers on tiktok but like at their high school people are like ew you're weird get away from me yeah like, there probably literally is kids that are like internet famous but at their school people are like ew like and that's got to be a weird dynamic yeah there's like um a girl i saw on tiktok that was saying like she writes fan fiction and stuff and she's really popular online but like at school she's like not very popular at all and she thinks it's really like interesting like how she's like, she's like if anyone knew me like online they'd like <laughs> <laughs> they'd like fangirl over her probably yeah <laughs> it's like really funny she's got like thousands of followers and then like at school she's like nobody it's it's social media is insane <laughs> it's, it's insane. been wild for me to see like people from my high school who have gotten like yeah social media famous you in have a, a way. really interesting perspective on that because like isn't it wild. multiple people that you went to school I have with are now multiple like people that crazy are now famous pretty famous yeah that would be it's actually like, there's a girl that i went to high school with that has like uh three million followers on tiktok it's crazy yeah. and like yeah it's it's I think your high school friends are way more famous than the girl that I went to high school with, but still, it is really weird. You're like, you're just a regular person. Does it make you seem like you're like, there's nothing special yeah. about any famous people? Why it kind you, like, of put them up here. It I mean, breaks down the wall. No, <laughs> no I know way. there's not. It, but here's the thing: even like with TikTok stars, like I don't know if you guys follow like Bria Elm or like um. Um, any of the TikTok girls that just like their content is themselves and they're like really famous. Like I still am like, wow, you're so cool. But at the same time, you they're like showing you all the normal aspects of their life. So it's like really weird because you're like, oh, you're just like me. But then also you're still like, but you're so cool. It's like the weirdest. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. It's totally as much the, as, like how many crazy. people are watching them. That's like that's what puts them on the pedestal. Is that like so many people You're right. know about them? Yeah. Is it is it abnormal that it makes me like uncomfortable like for them? Like oh, I yeah. is as much as I'd love to be like an internet personality. Like I work in marketing. It's kind of my job. I'm not. I just kind of like. The, well, I don't, don't want have that many to be people knowing like uncomfy for them because they're not uncomfy at all you know so like it's just you like don't the safety you know yeah but like I mean it's not like we hear very very often of like influencers getting like having anything I'm happen glad. to them so, I'm glad like, that's not the case but I don't know, I don't know. I just, I they're, they're loving it <laughs> I don't feel sad for them. They're like they're living their dream most likely I don't know then you have girls like Emma Chamberlain who just like throw out everything that they're suffering with and you're like oh maybe it's not maybe it's not all it's cracked up to be i, I love how it's a lot of pressure emma is yeah she's great yeah i'll look her up i haven't heard of her isn't it sad that you can become so famous simply from just being authentic and raw nowadays like people are like bear your soul and we'll give you fame like it's it's kind of like a that's little why... bit crazy when you stop to think about it 
That's why a lot of people on TikTok have gotten big. It's because it's showing a more raw side of them. Yeah. I like it TikTok a lot. definitely took off for that. Think about, like, all the pop stars that we grew up with, like Britney Spears and just, like, every single famous person when we were, like, children. They Some of them had, like, fake names. Like, they were not... It was just, like, personas made up by media companies. Now mm-hmm. we're seeing, like, real people become famous for just being who they are. It's very different. I like it. I feel like yeah. there's also a layer, though, that things on the internet are still posed. It's it's all very To some curated. extent, but I do think that TikTok is specifically the one platform where people, like, Drew will make videos where she's literally sitting on the toilet. Like, what other Instagram 10 years ago, you would have never yeah. seen that. TikTok's definitely been different from that. Some of those filters are honestly pretty great, though, I gotta say. <laughs> Um, Brina, can I ask you what your um, personality type is? My Myers-Briggs? Yeah. I am an ENFP, the campaigner. Are you seriously? Yeah. (laughs) Why is that what Eddie is as well? Yeah. Um, Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I told you there was some weird voodoo magic. Like when you're like watching a show and you're like that character i like that character there's some weird voodoo magic as to a reason why yeah steve's um so i'll just say i'll just say what it says for ed eddie just because um brian didn't get her one um they didn't have it um so it says a natural talker personality type is often referred to as a theater lover because they enjoy acting out their reactions to situations entps uh why does it say tp it's an fp i think there's a um typo there typo. Um, they're good at improvising and they like to do it on stage in the classroom in a social situation uh, i do like to improv and they tend to want to communicate their ideas and emotions to others people mm-hmm. with an eddie munson personality type can often be heard talking about their own feelings thoughts and plans these people like to analyze situations and things in great detail they are very curious <laughs> and like to question things that interest them they want to challenge the status quo and question the rules that are in place. They do this because they are so curious about the world around them. I, I am constantly asking questions about how things function and why things are the way they are. <laughs> okay, so Steve I is, love that. Um, Steve is ESFP. What's your, Myers, what's your Myers? What's your Myers Briggs? It's not that. <laughs> <clears throat> I like to look at the sixteen personalities one because I remember that I'm the campaigner, and that's like easier for me to re- remember than a series of numbers or letters. Steph, I, do you know yours? I don't. I think I took it like a long time ago. It's been at least ten years since I've taken it. At least. Um, L is an ISFP. Um, means anything to anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Introverted, sensing, feeling, perceiving. I'm trying to figure out what mine is. We should honestly, we should make a list of uh, some of these personality tests, right? I am. And we should just like take them and then list them. I am I INFP. That's what I am. Oh, oh I'm an sense. INFP. We're the same, but we're you're the E and I'm, or I'm the E, and you guys yeah. have the I. 
Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Apparently, INFPs are really rare, but like I've met so many like through like streaming and stuff. I wonder if that's because we're all like-minded people that we've managed to find each other. I just like I knew what I was looking at. I just couldn't remember what it, like before that. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of good lessons to be learned in this show, like more so than a normal show. Maybe I just don't pay attention and I'm kind of analyzing it at the moment. Probably on yeah. purpose. It's what? good. It's what? probably on purpose. I know. That's what I'm thinking it has to be, right? Well, because we also had the whole storyline with, like, Will and how I just feel like, man, he was so sad for so much of the so much of the movie or the season. And, I mean, the whole series, actually. And, like, he's right. He doesn't really ever talk to anybody it, at least they don't show us him really talking to anybody about what happened to him, um, which was like pretty intense as a pretty young child when the first season. Um, and so I love that moment of his brother coming to him and saying like, Hey, like you don't talk to me anymore. And it's like really important that we talk and I miss talking to you. Like he, if, if somebody's not speaking to you, he did all the right things to like make that person talk to you again and open up, you know, like he made it all about like, I miss talking to you. I really want to talk to you. I enjoyed our talks. Like it was a very nice thing of an older brother to do to get him to you know open up again and i think he really needed to hear that because i think he will kind of felt like a burden on everybody like nobody wanted to hear him talk so i don't know i just love that it was a really like sweet moment you normally wouldn't see between like two brothers on a show i loved it he was very like standoffish for much of the season up until that point it was nice kind of seeing him it was nice seeing his brother like reach out to him well and he owned up to all of his problems because like will said like well you've just not been around or you've been high and he's like yeah i've been you know smoking a lot because i've been dealing with my own stuff and i shouldn't i shouldn't have left you behind i just thought that was so sweet it was i also think it's hard because like in season three we also see will like everyone else has got girlfriends and stuff and he's just kind of like he doesn't have a girlfriend he doesn't have like this other other person and everyone else is like going off and doing things and stuff and he's kind of like by himself all he wants to do is play D with his friends and it is very sad like and it is hard because obviously while they are growing up and they like interests changed it also kind of a little bit pisses me off that like in season four they're all playing D without will like after he's been trying to get them to play for like so long and now he's gone and like all his friends are playing D&D again and he's in a whole new town or like a whole new um, state and he's trying to make new friends. He's got Elle obviously and, and Jonathan but they're dealing with their own stuff too and Elle's got Mike and he's not he's not had much communication from Mike and I know I know it's a two-way street like he he could communicate to Mike as well but like it must be so isolating for him it's very like sad it is very sad and like his whole character arc just like makes me want to cry like it's just it's it's really really sad but i'm glad that he's getting i don't know the like treatment now that he deserves from his friends and family yeah 
I like I um, hope that relationship with Al as well. It seems really like wholesome. It does. It's so cute. I really hope that they focus more on him in the next season. I feel like well. I think they're going to because yeah. he's like seems like he's going to be a major part of of the whole thing. And they basically confirmed. So there was like a bunch of theories going around. I don't know if you saw when um that like Vecna had always been in the upside down and like be- and that's who Will saw and that's why Will was singing like to himself in the upside down and that's why he heard a clock and like it like so definitely I feel like that they sh- they proved that that was true because Will was like oh I saw that guy um and I think he's going to be like a major part of season five I think so because like at the end he like can really like feel Vecna yeah yeah I think those particles went inside of him that's my guess mm-hmm. is that those particles are the mind flare and that part of them are living inside will I agree but we so much fun to see I can't wait I'm so excited they haven't even written it yet really yeah wow I'm I'm surprised and another great storyline is Eddie completely just him oh my gosh uh, yeah <laughs> there's so much story to say about him <laughs> <sighs> it's so good because at first you're like who is this guy he's kind of a jerk like yeah i didn't like, like oh. him at first in yes. the um the canteen i was just like oh who is this guy like it's so cringe oh really i immediately liked him i don't really? know why but something about him just like immediately drew my attention and i was like he's gonna be a great character <laughs> no i was just like oh he's such a show off and he's like oh i just like oh and then and then he had the scenes with chrissy and i was like oh actually i kind of like him he seems like a like a nice kind of person and then like obviously we we see more of him and then very soon like you fall in love with his character like so nicely well if you think about it like a lot of people that are like show offy there's there's a reason for it would you consider him show offy at the beginning but no not later on well maybe still later on because i mean i feel like the worst is at the beginning i thought of him more as being like um like theatrical yeah yeah definitely very very yeah like a performer but it's so fun to watch i don't know why did it make you want to play D &D and like have a little group and like wear shirts yes yeah same (laughs) i miss playing D &D, though same i really do i do and i don't i sit in so many like tried to play it with people from like different countries and it's always just been like a bit of a hassle (laughs) like just trying to find time and it's always like evening for me and then like it's the morning for them and they can have like the rest of their day and i'm just like oh i've got like not very much time before i've got to like go to sleep for work the next day like i'd love a like uk dnd group let me know if I'm anyone's sure interested <laughs> i was gonna say i'm sure there are uh tons of groups online groups based in the uk I keep seeing that um, Stranger Things D&D set, and I just think that sounds like so much fun. Wait, they're just Stranger Things D&D set? I'm not surprised, but... Did you know? Oh my god. Oh my I god. haven't yeah. seen it. 
so cool. That's honestly amazing. Such a good idea. (laughs) I'm doing it. Or I'm looking it up, I should say. I'm not buying it, but it's on Steam. Oh, I was just going to find it for you guys. (laughs) It's only $20 on Steam. 25% off right now. Steam? Mm-hmm. You Wait, can get it virtually, so you can play tabletop. Oh. Wait, is it using tabletop simulator? I think it's no. its own bundle. I've put the Amazon link in um, the resource notes. Thank yeah. you. This page has everything. Local store, Amazon, Roll20, Fantasy Grounds, and Steam. Ooh. Came out in 2019. I was just looking at that. I was like, wow. Yeah. I feel late. <laughs> I wonder what other D&D worlds there are now. <laughs> There's so many. Going back to Eddie, how do you feel about him and Dustin? Their relationship. I like Throughout him. the... <clears throat> I definitely um, enjoy it because I do feel like um, Dustin not having a dad, he kind of loses that, like, he doesn't have a father figure. And he has that with, um, obviously, Steve. But also, I feel like in this season, we really see it with him and Eddie, where, like, even at the beginning, Eddie talks about how they were, like, they didn't fit in anywhere. And he kind of, like, took them, both Dustin and Mike, under his wing. And we definitely see, um, for Dustin... Um, more so than Mike, but only because Mike's in California. I wonder how the dynamic would have been if he was still there. But um, I definitely think we see kind of more of like a, like he takes him under his wing. He kind of guides him and like helps him, I I think, just in general and makes him feel like it's okay to be himself. I Yeah, I really love that. I absolutely love their relationship so much as well. Um, I don't know. It's in life. I think it's so helpful if you can have mentors and sometimes that can be like an older friend like that. Like, I don't know. I just, I loved it. It was so sweet. It was so heartbreaking. At the oh end my gosh. Dustin that was the uncle. worst. I was weeping. Same. foreshadowed it with the way that he was saying to Dustin, like when they were play fighting, never change, like never change who you are. Kind of like I, I loved when they play fight too. It's nice. It kind you of know shows what it a is nice like, dynamic. Yes, that's like it's. I feel like we are getting like we're moving forward in society. We're progressing to where we can see and show men having relationships with one another that are nice and wholesome and helpful. And the fact that they tell each other that they love each other, like that is what, that is what everybody needs in life. So it's good to have that represented for people because then they can say like, Oh, I I'm allowed to tell my friends. I love them. Like that's okay. And that's normal. And I can hug them and I can, you know, like just foster a more meaningful relationship. Like I feel like so often men in their lives only have the women in their lives to, to like talk to and have conversations with and stuff like that. So to see that represented in such a, a popular show was just so nice and so sweet because everybody deserves that kind of closeness with friendships. 
you wouldn't think it, but like when I first um, met my cousin um, from Milton Keynes, she um, she would like message me on Snapchat and be like, oh, love you. Like, um, I'm really glad to like know you and things like that. And it was really nice. Um, and I was like, I hadn't quite ever like had a friendship where you said like love you and things like that like it seems weird now because like I say it to all my friends because I, I love them so much but like it was really weird for me because I ha wasn't used to having friends that were open and and did say things like that so that was really nice um for me to kind of be like oh my god this is really nice and getting used to that and and feeling comfortable kind of saying things like that to like my friends um and I think it's nice. And I think being able to see people, men, women, whatever representation you need at the time, being in this place where they are open and comfortable saying and expressing their feelings to each other in, in a, plan, a platonic way, as well as like for others romantic is just a really nice kind of way. And also like definitely platonically, like we don't see it as much, I would say. So it's definitely nice to be able to kind of see it and see that representation. Yeah, I loved it. And I think it's interesting because I feel like we all probably have it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we probably all have had somebody in our life who was the first friend to do that for us. And then that kind of encouraged us to go forth and do that with all of the rest of our friends. So it's kind of fun to think about like, love spreading platonically <laughs> through friends via just like one person you know starting it and then that becomes a habit that you take on and then I'm sure by us you know telling our some of our friends hey love you I care about you appreciate you I'm so glad you're in my life like inspires them to tell that to their friends so that's just pretty cool I know I definitely didn't say it as much until I met you guys <laughs> <laughs> love you <laughs> <laughs> i even like have have like i've grown more open in the past like three years with doing that too because i kind of was like you dana where i always just felt a little uncomfortable like i would say it to my friends but i i always like i would even <laughs> for the longest time i would put like love ya I still do that sometimes instead of love you because it feels like just a little bit less serious than like, I love you. I would just do love you. You know, it's like a little, a little easier. Or you'd have a friend like that in person when you were leaving would be like, bye, I love you. And I'd always be like, mm, I can't oh, no. say it back. Okay. I can't you know say what? it back. This reminds me, we were talking about Emma Chamberlain earlier. There's a interview with her and Jack Harlow, and he says, love you, bye. <laughs> and, she, and she says, love you back. And then at the end of the video, she makes this, like, weird face. She's like, did that just happen? <laughs> and they just, like, cut the, cut the video off. That's so funny. But yeah, it, it does. Like, it catches you. It catches you, I don't know, off guard. So, like, be the person that goes around and tells everybody that they love them. Like, be the one that inspires other people to then go tell their friends they love them. Yeah, I used to not say the I. I used to be like, love ya. But I never would say, like, I love you. Because I felt like that yeah. was, like, too, like, intense. But now I literally, like, said to you guys earlier, I was like, I love you guys. Like, I genuinely love you guys so much. Yeah, and we love <laughs> you too. I do. It's normal and fine. And <laughs> Just 
hit you with the bye. <laughs> but like, I feel like because of seeing people do that and having people do that to me, I've now like learned that words of affirmation is my love language to give and receive. And I've, I've kind of adapted that more. And it's really nice to be able to kind of discover that in yourself by becoming more comfortable in your friendships and also who you are and, and how you like to express yourself. The cool thing that I've learned as somebody that like um, really likes to tell people like nice things and stuff is that like it actually doesn't take – well, people always ask me like how are you able to like give so much like love away? And I'm like it doesn't take any energy from you to be kind, to like tell somebody that you love them and appreciate them and care for them and like they're you're glad they're in your life. Like that's not a hard thing to do when you get to a point where it's – like normal if that makes sense like by practicing it you get to a point where it's not difficult and then you're just like it becomes habit and I don't know it's just it's like a thing that you practice you become good at and it's it's infectious like it it carries on it inspires people to do the same in their lives I would also say like like, if you enjoy it as well that helps like because I always used to like um with my ex I would do like goodnight messages like I know he was like asleep or something I'd make like something really nice or write something lovely that I knew when he woke up he would be like happy he'd be like oh this is really nice like it's really enjoyable and I do that like now like messages and stream and stuff to try and like be nice and just try and bring like a little bit of joy to someone's day and make them smile but um I remember my ex like he did um he tried to do one and most of it was just him saying that he was writing a nice message for me so there was like maybe I don't think there was actually anything nice in it other than the fact that he was saying that he was doing this really nice thing for me and he was writing (laughs) these nice messages that he like he knew I liked um and I think there was like maybe at the end of it it was like oh I like your smile or something <laughs> and like I just always used to make me laugh like any kind of like nice message like I used to write little like things like hi or like I love you or I like your smile and I would hide them like in like his room or like if he was reading a book I would like go forward like a couple of chapters and like put it in so that when he got to that chapter he'd have like a cute little message and like I remember he did it one time for me and he was just like um, I'm writing this because I know that you like these. Um, and, um, I can't even. I can't even. You just. I just imagine him. Hello, Dana. I'm writing to you because you enjoy nice messages. Here is my nice message. I like your smile. Good night. And, it, and there, you, you even get the I like your smile. After that, it was like just to let you know this is a message that is nice, and like it was like a very much like. This is what the message is because you won't get it from what I'm saying. Basically, you know, oh, it's like okay. the worst. I am that, saying nice things. That yeah, could work in the book. That Bye-bye. could work for like a friend if you like wrote to them and you were like, "I want to say something very nice, but I don't know what to say, so I just say hi and I love you." Okay, bye. Like that. That That's could nice, work, right? That's yes. Cute. But I know you, <laughs> hi, Dana, I know you like it when I send nice messages. So I'm sending you a nice message. Hope you have a good day. Bye. Like that's, 
that's not yeah. a nice I don't message. I don't know if the, I hope you have a good I don't think the nice message actually made it into the note did it no <laughs> it was just no. this is a nice message I don't even think he said I like your smile like it just, I think I'm like I'm giving him more credit than is due rose colored glasses no yeah. shitty note <laughs> no compliments like, to me I feel like the nice message would would be the nice message you wouldn't have to say the only way you'd have to say you're writing a nice message is if you couldn't tell from what someone was saying <laughs> oh gosh yeah i used it's to write grown notes levels i guess before i left like for work i would like get like little sticky notes and be like hey hope you have a good day and then like leave it on the bed it's like i'll see you i'll be late whatever uh i, I don't do that now i just jump on him and i say it's time to get up <laughs> <laughs> yes he hates it no, I <laughs> maybe i should go back to notes that might help these little ones. have him sleep in longer you know, i want to i want to troll him with it though like i want to like fold them into like little origami cranes and like he's not gonna open them if you fold them though i know exactly exactly oh, i don't know he'll funny. never know and he'll then you could be know. like That's hey funny. did you get my note like and he'd be like what <laughs> Just you're like oh my god no i was expecting you to text me back but i said text <gasps> me by one just like, start sobbing just like, start gaslighting puts, the poor man oh my gosh puts a question mark in it instead of an actual note <laughs> play the long con hide them around the house like so everywhere like he just opens the cupboard it's just there like a little like I want to do that with Nick Cage's face. Oh my I want to I want to print off. Well, we did that at work one year. Um, we printed off probably close to maybe two hundred and fifty Nick Cage faces, and we were finding them. Doesn't it months later lose the novelty <laughs> like fast, or was it still funny when you? Oh, it was later. hysterical because we were we would get pissed. We would get pissed because they would tape them to like the underside of our phones. Or you'd find it like someone had like one of those calendar things on their desk and like they'd flip through like months later, days, months, weeks later and like you find a fucking Nick Cage face. Finding them in cleaning supply closets. It bled out to the rest of the office. It was uh, the, it was kind of a epidemic. <laughs> the only kind of pranks that I like are Gutenpranks. Gutenpranks? Yeah. What is that? It's a, you guys don't watch The Office? I haven't in so long. Good pranks. Guten pranks. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like positive pranks. Funny ones yeah, that don't so, hurt you know, I was just going to say. Like, that cause a laugh, but nobody gets, a la you know, hurt or offended. Yeah. yeah. I want to do more pranks to my husband, but all of the pranks I look up or see, I'm like, they're just kind of mean. Like those no, couples prank literally videos. literally terrible. So oh, those are horrendous. So mean to each other. So mean. Yeah. And it's like I would I never like do that to him. No. Divorce. Literally divorced. I don't like it as well. Like, because everyone at the end's like laughing, but like, you know, one of the people that's been pranked is thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, why did you do this? There's, there's yeah. always going to be someone that's a little bit hurt by it. I low key Plus hate playing jokes. House. You hate what, what jokes? jokes? When people play jokes on you, like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't play a joke on me. <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy it. You don't it. like pranks? It's not, not going to be fun? Person. No. I Goose do. And pranks, yes. <laughs> I do you... enjoy jumping out at people. <laughs> no, no, Dana. <laughs> Nina, as long as you 
As long as you are okay with people doing it back to you, because I'll get you. At work, um, someone I work with used to do it all the time to me, and it was so annoying because I try and do it back to him, and he'd never jump. And I was like, why wouldn't you jump? I did it one time to him, and he was like, oh, my God. Like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) You got him once. It was probably so satisfying. Like, I'm a really jumpy person, so I jump a lot anyway, like, even if people don't do. So, um like sometimes I'll hide behind my door and I'll call Cassie's name and like she'll come down a bit and she'll just stare at me you scare the cat no I don't stares at me like what the fuck are you doing like what are you doing with your life right now I'm a cat like why why would you think this is a good idea I can't jump scare my husband either. He does not get scared. I've tried so many times. And, like, he can jump scare me just, like, so easily. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. He always I'll do it says, every once in a while. Sometimes he'll just jump scare me by, like, screaming at really oh, that I That would jump scare me as well. People you just smack him. That's my yeah, I have. I have smacked him. <laughs> I don't I don't scare the cat, but ever since she was little, like she lets you cat tip her. Like you can push her over and she just goes Mah. and she, like she basically Aww. encourages you to do it because that's her reaction. So we just we just push her down and run away. That's probably like the worst prank we play on the cat. But then she just lays there like she's cool with it. She's like it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> my it's cat and I played a prank on my mom the other day. So my mom went off to do something, like, we were in my room watching a film and we paused it so my mom could go grab a drink or something. And I hid with Cassie behind um, this bit. And when she came through, I just put picked Cassie up and was like, hello. Bless her. She's like, why? <laughs> I think my mom was just like, hi. Hi, Cass. Uh, I think I get more joy from like the anticipation, like <laughs> we're hiding and we're gonna we'll trick her with Cassie. <laughs> I get more enjoyment from that than the actual thing. <clears throat> I don't blame you. Makes sense. That's pretty funny. Does anybody want to share how they faked it this week or the last two weeks? Just kind of living life. Honestly, surviving. doing my thing. It's been like it's been a lot of reminding myself that like when the imposter syndrome kicks in, it's like, hey man, you you got to you got to this point, so like you know something, you know something. So it's like just chill, just take it one day at a time. Like it's fine. Like just you not feel like just do something else. I don't know. Set a reminder. Don't forget about it. Get it done. It's okay do if you make mistakes. You're by yourself. Delegate. I forget the other two. Dump. Do. Delegate. Dump. Yeah. I, 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 I need to do that. Maybe I'll do that today. I need to go through my entire to-do list and like reprioritize things. It's just such – it's such a beast, guys. I just like – I look at it. I'm like, I don't want to. You, and it probably the, won't take that long, but like that's, fuck. That's the crux of the ADHD is don't make yourself too long of to-do lists because then you will be paralyzed. Take like How do you three keep things track off of your. Then? Make a master and don't look at it except when you're making your daily to do list. Pull one to three things off of there and boom. Oh, see, I try to reconcile the master and put due dates on it so it just tells me on its own what I need well, to work on. That's not that terrible. That shouldn't. Well, but if it's overwhelming you, it's not working. 
So exactly. If you need to figure out something, but it's not this is scary. an abnormal situation. I am by myself for work. Yes. Oh, well then, so. do less. I've been very nice to myself. Good. I, I get done that's what good. needs to get done, and then anything on fire gets done, and that's you kind normally, of what life's going to be like until things change. <laughs> you normally struggle to do what you just said that you were doing that I forgot, but you you're you're doing it. Be nicer to yourself. That's what it was. Being you're doing much it. nicer I'm proud to myself. Of you. Good job. I am one um, person. How about you guys? Watch Stranger Things. I know that you did that. <laughs> Is that faking it? No. It can be. Is I, think so. I don't think so. Distracted ourselves from the shit that's going on in the world. Like, uh, yeah, okay. I guess. Can also be if you did it while supposedly working. So, I mean, yeah, I didn't do a whole lot of distraction on that front this week. It's actually been kind of bothering me. I just like how how do you go through and just fucking like live your life and the world around you is kind of like burning fucking down. What gets me through is it's okay to not be okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't have any answers for that. Just you just keep going. You're allowed to feel how you feel right now. Mm -hmm. No one will blame you for the way that you You take it day by day, and even hour by hour if you need. Just, oh, also, uh, I heard that apparently brown noise is really good for neurodivergent people. Instead I of did hear noise. that. I want to give it a yeah. try. Brown so. noise. <laughs> I don't, I know that I don't like, there's, so the iPhone has a few different noise options and some of them are horrendous for me. Instantly oh. make me want to, like, just my body is on fire, it feels like. So I'll have to give brown noise a try. Wow. I forget what it is. I think it's called like bright noise. It is not nice. Oh. It's it's not it's not nice. <laughs> Good. Where Good are these night. sounds on the iPhone? Um, if you if you do a little search and search up background sounds, you can listen to them like while you're listening to any other media. Got it. Interesting. Yes, huh. it's called bright noise. It does not compute well with with me. I do not like it at all. Honestly, their dark noise is also bad. I don't really like any other noises. <laughs> not for me. I like listening to um, like rain, like rain. Yeah, that's those noise. are good. Yes, that's a nice one to listen. Ocean. To. Any Ocean. sort of like water sound. Mm. Very nice. There was one where they I did it like where it was sound. like fan noise and I hated it. I like I was like, this is horrible. Like I do not enjoy it. I this. can't do a fan. A fan noise is not for me. I can't I can't handle it. <clears throat> I don't like Probably it unless it's like me. an actual fan. Oh yeah, I don't <laughs> that, mind like yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I can block it out like easier I, I could get behind like a computer fan mixed with like cats purring Ooh. sound of a keyboard they just do you're everyday ambiance <laughs> <laughs> just record your office for like uh, 30 minutes and then just loop it just like, loop it back at record butters purring separately and just kind of raise that volume level so it's a little higher when you're re- listening back to it 
I love it. I I do want to like capture her purring in some kind of media file. I you think should. that would be something I'd appreciate later on in life. Honestly, like it's so healing. So it probably would be beneficial to just listen to a recorded cat purr. Yeah, I've done I want that it to with be cat. my cat though. Well, yeah, no, you record her and then you listen to it. Yeah, and then feel happy. Can't Maybe. just be any cat. <laughs> no. I, it's it's not a competition, right? Like, all cat is best cat, but, like, I want my cat. <laughs> no, that I makes sense. That. Yeah. Also, like, cats have, um, like, cat purring is healing. Like, um, it is going to be healing for people. So, I mean, get all those cat purrs down. Even, like, weird noises that your cat may make. Just, just get them all. Keep them forever. I've got um, some of Cassie and on, of Tyler purring um, on my Google Drive. Um, I mean, one, it's nice to listen to them. And two, knowing that I'll always have them, no matter what, is just a really nice, comforting feeling to have. Yeah, I need to get with the program. Yeah, come on, Steph, sort it out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do have a, uh, a stamp of her paw. I wanted to redo it, though. I need to get on that. I have written it down actually since you last said about it to get get it sorted. I just need to get my shit together for sure. I think it's been a really nice episode today just talking about Stranger Things and friendships and just like getting into it. You guys definitely have me excited about uh, continuing Stranger Things. I'm going to have to pick up Netflix now. Please I think, do. I think you should for sure. Like even if you just it's get so like good. a month free. Yeah, make a new email. <laughs> Honestly, not a bad idea if you don't think you're going to use it ever again. I, I just, like, we have others. We we rotate. So, like, right now we have uh, Apple TV because we're going to start Severance. Um, we canceled Paramount. We have Hulu. And then Amazon Prime by default. We have um, we have quite a few. Yeah, now it, I think it got released, like, a week ago, maybe. So, but... It's just another subscription service. Now. There's just so many now. Like, it was okay when there was... Yeah, there's so many. But now it's just, yeah. like, tons everywhere. We uh, recycle through. I, I just... It, yeah, it gets to be, you know, 60, 70 bucks a month for these services. Costs more than freaking cable. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait till um, Stranger Things is on DVD and I can just, like, oh, Blu-ray, whatever whatever they want to put it on and then I can just watch it like by myself without having to use a subscription service constantly yep mm-hmm. you get to a point where the subscription services aren't like worth it anymore they're not saying. they're gonna get, get away cable. with price we're paying the same as cable yeah, i don't understand that same and if I you really want live don't. tv like if you actually want live television you're gonna go with like hulu live or youtube tv like we have that's like 67 dollars a month youtube tv and they all have commercials and yep yeah it, we're back at square one and i hate this but i do think that our tv is better now i think our tv is better like we have we're producing better media so i'm kind of down to pay more like our TV is way better that, than it was even ten years ago. It's it's production cost, you know, is a lot different. That's what I'm now. saying. I'm right. I'm okay with that. Our like, standards have been lowered. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, I guess that's true. Mine haven't. I have very high standards with production. <laughs> I don't even like to watch old movies because I'm like, oh, I can't get into it if it doesn't look nice. See, I don't really <laughs> like TV, like, in the UK. I just, I like something I can watch, like, start to finish if I want to, like, or I can watch several episodes, whereas I feel like a lot of the time there's, like, a couple of episodes and then, like, that's it and then it's on to something else random and... I do like the subscription service because you have a lot more choice and you are able to kind of like flick between things um, easier. Um, for sure. Yeah, it's just like timing it for me. Like I'm a whenever we finish with whatever show we're watching on Hulu, I think it's Pretty Little Liars. I'll uh, probably cancel that again. I want to get Crunchyroll. You're watching Pretty Little watching Liars. <laughs> yeah, we're it's so bad. It's so, it's so bad. bad. It's, it's so bad. It's bad, but I like good. it. Yes. It's yes. not even good, guys. What are you saying? No, it's, it's so nostalgia. bad. I watched that all it's through good. high school, okay? It was I like, why are we okay with like a teacher dating a student? We're like, not. Why yeah. Well, I mean, that was weird. Yeah. It's That's all true. so weird. And then, like, all of Melissa's boyfriends, like, making out with Spencer. Like, these girls are 15 years old. What yeah. are you doing? You know what else <laughs> is like that, too, is Gossip Girl is so bad. And I also so like bad. that. It's, Girl. like, one of those things where, like, I hate I hate it, but I also love it. <laughs> I'm in, like, a episode, like, a, a, a TV show kind of um, lull at the moment. Because I finished Stranger Things. I finished Umbrella Academy. And now I'm, like, what do I... What do I watch next? Do I want to rewatch something? Do I want to watch something new? I've got to finish The Mandalorian actually, but it's not something that I can. I have Ooh, to focus Mandalorian on it. Is so good. It's not something that I can watch in the background. I don't. I don't want to do it a disservice and not give it my full attention. I was gonna say um, I've been going through the entire Star Star Wars series in chronological order. Oh, and it's been great. <laughs> so I'm probably gonna do that for the rest of the day. To be fair. What is the Umbrella Academy about? Um, it's like um, it's based on a comic um that was done by I want to say Jared Way, but I'm not hundred percent sure on their name. Um, it's like these seven kids, like random. Their parents random, like the mums randomly are pregnant in one day. Like they're not pregnant the day before. The next day they're pregnant and then give birth to these kids, and they all have like super kind of powers. Um, okay. And then, like, sure. they all get adopted by this guy who then makes turns them into the Umbrella Academy where they, like, fight other, guys, like, um, evil people or, like, save oh. from bank robbers and stuff. I would probably enjoy that. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you, if you, after you finish Stranger Things, you can get on with uh, the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> right? Priorities. Priorities now. Yeah. Come on, Steph. <laughs> Finish Pretty Little Seriously? Liars. <laughs> Get yourself on Netflix. <laughs> oh God, we're only like I, I think we're on season five now. It, it it's 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 such a long show. It is. They milk that shit for like what six, seven seasons. I what is happening? Cannot believe Verona's watching that with you. That cracks me oh, up. Yeah, I also so made Trey fun. watch it with me, and he watched the entirety of Gossip Girl, which I'm like so glad that he just like has that that culture knowledge now that he was lacking and missing out on <laughs> i know. honestly it was kind of like a meme 
I was like, hey, do you want to watch Pretty Little Letters? He's like, sure. Oh, but so I don't good. think he meant it. And then I just put it on. And then we were like halfway through season one. And he's like, this is really fucking cringe. And I was like, yeah, but you know, like, we're just going to keep watching it. Season one. <laughs> it's so yeah, bad. It's pretty bad. I honestly will tell you, I think that I have seen the ending of that like three times and I still can't tell you how it ends like i have no idea how it ends or no what happens or who is a i don't know it's so confusing it changed all the time and the last two seasons i feel like were just chaos like you're like this person has a sibling this person's not actually dead this person was dead the whole time secretly and you're just like what is going on I, like, I vaguely remember, <laughs> like, I watched Pretty Little Liars probably about 10 years ago, I remember, because I was living in Like, Illinois. when it came out? Yeah, like, yeah, I watched yeah. it actively, and then I waited yeah. for the season, and then I watched it, but then it's, like, I remember there was, like, Allie was actually alive, and I'm sorry, spoilers, but this has been out for, like, 10 years, so, like, get your shit together. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> like, Allie was, like, alive, but being held, like, captive or something, maybe I'm mixing up shows that did happen, okay, so I'm just waiting for that part. We're getting there. We're almost there. <laughs> I, I don't know. This show is terrible, though. Through, I like kind of like those trash TVs show things. You know, like oh, oh it's so oh, bad. Very good, but they're cheesy. Like Gilmore Girls. I like Gilmore Girls, but it's like yeah. Um, but yeah. So if you guys also enjoy Stranger Things, um, then come join our Discord and talk to us about Stranger Things. Because as you can tell, we are obsessed. We love it. And we're going to get Steph obsessed. It's going to happen, like whether she likes it or not. Um, yes. So thank you guys so much for listening in. We hope you found some value um, in this episode. Don't forget to check out our website. Um, we're all just faking it podcast.com. That's W-A-J-F-I-P podcast. Uh, and join us on Discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.